I love a beautiful lawn. You love a beautiful lawn. Everybody loves a beautiful lawn, but they don't love how long it takes and how difficult it can be. And that is where True Green comes into play because it's the easiest and most affordable way to get that beautiful lawn. Let's be real. You've got plenty of other things to do in your free time than focus on your lawn care. So let True Green take care of all of that hard work while you get to do everything else that you want to do like go play golf. Here's what you need to do. Visit truegreen.com. Okay. It allows you to do you let them do the lawn care. And if you visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, that is all guaranteed. You can trust true green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA tour. They offer a satisfaction guarantee and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. It's truegreen.com. Get started now. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round two recap for this week's AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. And joining me to break it all down, it's the coach. Coach, how was your Friday at Pebble Beach? Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, a lot of what I thought would happen is happening, which is why my my card here at the First Cut is doing so well right now. But it, it's, it's, a lot, it's very validating, isn't it, to watch – Certain guys, and, and we made a lot of it on Tuesday, uh, Rick, about how the stars weren't out. Well, if you look at the top of the leaderboard right now, the stars are out. The yep. Spice, the Cantleys, the Burgers, uh, and then you got new studs like Norlander. So I think this is shaping up to be a really cool weekend. Yeah, all with inside, uh, all inside the top four. Casey Cantlay, Burger Spieth. Uh, I think the stars uh, showed up this week for the pro am. Uh, and you mentioned it, Coach. It's Jordan Spieth. Here we are, thirty-six holes in. It's Jordan Spieth alone at the top of the leaderboard. He played Pebble Beach on Thursday, so of course he played Spyglass Hill on Friday, and it was a five under sixty-seven for Spieth that vaults him into that solo lead heading into the weekend. So, so, so here. Here we are. I, I mean, two weeks in a row, Jordan yeah. Spieth in contention. The, the questions have never been about the weekday play. It's been about the weekend play. So how do we think this ends for Spieth? Well, I think it's going to end much better than it did uh, a week ago, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, last week, I saw a lot of, of his play, and, and certainly we had him on PGA Tour Live, and his best round was Saturday, which was a 61. And I yep. think that what he had in those 54 holes, that come Sunday, there was a little bit of doubt. And I think he walked away from Sunday saying, wait a second, why did I get all worked up over if I did, would have did, done what I've been doing, then, I've, then, then he should have won. I think that's what he said to himself yesterday at the first tee. And regardless of whether or not he got the right end of the draw, because clearly today Pebble Beach was playing harder, but to shoot 65-67 and be completely in control, to really never be in trouble that I can remember, a couple of bogeys, but he was never in danger of a big number. At eight, he just put it in the wrong spot. But that's what has been the problem for Jordan Speed is that big double bogey to really stop the momentum. So I think we're going to see a good weekend from him. And now with that solo lead, I think he'll push it out tomorrow. 
Yeah, it, it is interesting. I'm I'm very optimistic about his chances for this week. You're right. He did, you know, he sprayed his first tee shot of the day, escapes un, unscathed, no problem there, makes par on the 10th hole. That was his first hole of the, of the day. The only thing, Coach, the only thing that I get worried about is when he's standing over like a four and a half footer. That seems to be the bugaboo yeah. at the moment. It's not the long putts. It's not the 20 footers. It's those like three and a half to four and a half footers that uh, make me a little queasy. And he, and he missed another one today. That's the only thing. The rest of his game, he can spray the driver. He can get out of it. The irons are are have been great. And the around the green stuff, that's that's magic. But it's those short little putts that give me a little bit of, of caution. Well, his final hole today, I think, is the putt you're talking about that he it missed. Uh, oh. That he just kind of just tickled it down there. Uh, on this golf course, and Nick Faldo alluded to it a couple of different times, you have got to be under the hole. Uh, no matter, I mean, really Pebble Beach, but, you know, Spyglass is, is kind of the same way. But I think now that they're going to play Pebble Beach over the course of the next two days, I think the ball striking is going to be the absolute most important stat that we look at. Because if these guys end up above the hole, then you're going to see a lot of little, like, just stabbing at the ball, and you can't do that. And I think Jordan Spieth's ball striking is so good right now. And don't you think, Rick, that he looks as in control? It's like up and boom, and he poses. There's no more whipping around and none of this. I, I think I feel like he's figured out his swing. And if he has, then we might be in, in store for another special run for Mr. Spieth. You know, Spieth, he he probably leads the tour in 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 club twirls, whether he hits a good shot or not. But he does <laughs> yeah. seem he does seem to have, uh, and this goes back to last week as well. And 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 I've had an opportunity to watch a lot of his holes because he's been in featured coverage, he's been in contention, so we've been able to see a lot of it. And he really does look like he's in a better place now. That might not be saying much because he was, you know, just bottom of the barrel for a long time but we're we're seeing some really good signs out of him i think it was um you know we've got 36 holes under our belt and i'm I'm even more optimistic now than i was you know two days ago um daniel berger out there straight vibing at pebble beach on friday he shoots a six under 66 and i'm actually glad glad you brought up the draw coach because uh berger was on the wrong side of it he played these in the in the wrong order and he's still one shot back that to me incredibly impressive he's lurking one shot behind jordan speed this shocks me to be quite honest with you because i watched him all last weekend and i thought he had developed this whippy kind of outside in and then back out. And I was doing the the event last week with John Rollins, who obviously is a PGA Tour winner. And I said, are you seeing the same thing that I'm seeing? He goes, absolutely. And so I faded Berger in several plays that I had this week. Uh, luckily, they were against Cantlay and Spieth. So hmm. I'm, I still have a chance to win those matchups. But I'm shocked that, uh, that he's at 11 under par with the way I thought his swing was last week. I thought he had a great up and down on eight today. Uh, to stay where he was. Um, can he continue it tomorrow? Who's Who am I to say that he can't? I didn't think he'd be in, the, in this position uh, to begin with, but clearly uh, he's figured out that swing from last week to this week. The trajectory of Daniel Berger's game in the last year. So when he finished T5 at this event at Pebble Beach last year, after that week, he was ranked 123rd in the world. Wow. Now he's your 15th ranked player in the world. So this is no long. I mean, this is not a small sample size. This is not yeah. like one or two good weeks for Daniel Berger. This is now a year's worth of really good play. And I'm not sure how many people are realizing that Daniel Berger is a top 15 player in the world, but he's he's constantly on the first page of the leaderboard. Well, I'm 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 guilty. Uh, I I obviously you know we do this professionally. We know where guys are at, and 
But sometimes there are guys that fall through because of, like I just told you, how, how they look recently to my eye. And yeah. I just didn't think he, he played very well last week, certainly not after the first few days. So, uh, but we've seen it how many times where guys can flip that switch, they find something on the range, and all of a sudden they go out and they do this. So they're pros for a reason. He won the first event back all the way back in COVID, which seems like an eternity ago. Uh, and I think that was kind of the, the thing that spring, uh, springboarded him into a really good year. And clearly his game is still, is still top flight. Henrik Norlander, two shots back of Jordan Spieth. He's 10 under par, so he backs up his opening round 64 with a second round 70 at Spyglass Hill. Talking about guys who are in a, a good trajectory right now, this is heading into this week, Coach. Norlander had piled up three consecutive top 25s, and here he is again in contention. I mean, I don't know what his ceiling is. I mean, he's he's been around. He's been a professional for a long time. We're kind of seeing the best of it right now. Uh, this is a really interesting story that's developing and Norlander's going to try to play spoiler to Daniel Berger and Jordan Spieth on the weekend. And sometimes I don't read my, my writing very well. I don't have the best penmanship, but I believe <laughs> that my first cut cheat sheet that I wrote down says Norlander top Euro plus three fifty for the Ooh. week. So I also good. have him as a top 20 uh, this week. He's been trending. He's really been trending. And, and I, I love to, bet on golfers that are trending and you have to prove to me that your great play or your bad play is not going to continue. You're going to lose sometimes that way, but I think you're going to win more times than not. And this is a guy that if you bet on him week to week, whether it's top Euro, whether it's top 20, whether it's head to head, you're going to have a better than 50% chance of winning whatever bet that you put him in right now. And clearly no matter if you had top five, top 10, top 20, he's in position to win all those bets, depending on how you played him. Our 18-hole leader, Patrick Cantlay, who tied the course record at Pebble Beach on Thursday, did struggle at Spyglass Hill on Friday, mm -hmm. a 73. That's one over par. Coach, we know it is hard to back up a great round with another great round, so we were expecting a little bit of regression from Patrick Cantlay. I'm not sure I was expecting him to shoot something over par, but uh, still going to enter the weekend three shots back of Jordan Spieth. I, I took him personally in a head-to-head -head matchup today with Jason Day, and clearly I lost that. Uh, so I just lost a little juice because I had speed over Fowler as well. Uh, you know, last two rounds for him, 61 and 62. Mm -hmm. So I guess regression was there, but I was willing to bet on the fact that he was going to continue to play well because even his 62 yesterday looked fairly pedestrian. It looked fairly easy. And I thought today easily he'd, he'd shoot a two or three under. That'd be enough to beat Jason Day. And I predicted he'd be the 36-hole the leader. I'm not really sure. We didn't see a ton of him today because they're always going back and forth to Spyglass. But clearly whatever he was doing was not working. I think that's going to be an aberration. I think he comes out tomorrow and has another really good day. Okay, so turning the page to the weekend, I've got our friends over at William Hill on the line. Right. I've got the odds for this week. And, of course, it's Jordan Spieth with a one-shot lead at plus 230. It is Daniel Berger at three-and-a-half to one. That's plus 350. Patrick Cantlay yeah. at four to one. And Paul Casey rounds out the single digits at plus 700. So, Coach, we've got uh, the big boys are your four shortest odds heading into the weekend. Yeah. I, I've got one, just not maybe not so circle a little maybe a little star next to it that i'm interested in but is there a bet that you can make on one of these single digit guys you can bet oh man it's just it's just a no there's no value there's 
I mean, there's it's not tough. enough separation. There, it, to, to me, I wouldn't bet on any of the top three. And to be honest, Paul Casey, I mean, he's three back, and it's just plus 700. So, And I know why it's that way, because there's only three names ahead of him, or four names, rather. Uh, to, to me, if I, was, if I was to be forced to play one, it would be Jordan Spieth, because of how he's played through the first 36 holes, and last week as well. Uh, to me, I, I would put the money and say, give me a shot and, and, and see, see how he can play over 36 holes. Uh, they are not particularly good odds uh, by any stretch yeah. of the imagination, although I do like um, I think the guys that played it in the wrong order. So Berger and Casey, you know, if you want to argue, uh, got, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to argue it. They got the worst end of the draw and they are yeah. still in the thick of this. So when when we start to level this out over the weekend with back to back rounds at Pebble Beach, you wonder if in theory those guys are just playing better than Spieth and Cantlay. We'll we'll find out. But that would kind of be the the way that I would give it uh, a nod. And I'm still holding on, still holding on tight to my Nate Lashley 150 <laughs> to one ticket coach. He's he's five. He's five back. He's now 40 to one. I got him at 150 uh, before we kicked this off. But I, I think I'm going to be ripping that one up. And yeah. I, need, I need something special he, on the weekend. <laughs> he, he didn't help you today. He didn't help no. you today. You got off to a great start. And that's one of the most frustrating things about golf betting is when a long shot ticket that's in your back pocket starts off well. And you're like, damn it, I got a shot. I got a shot. And then they, they lay an egg on, on, on day two. But the nice thing is you're still alive. And he's only five back, so you could have another special day, and he could be right at the top. But uh, I don't think you're going to cash it, but uh, I hope that you do. I hope that I do as well. As far as you know, uh, betting aside, you know there are there are storylines here. Jordan Spieth yep. trying to get his first victory in, in what three point seven five years, right? Daniel Berger, uh, Paul Casey, you know who probably we could say hasn't won as much as he should. Henrik Norlander trying to break through. Is there one storyline that you're looking forward to watching over the next two days, whether it involves them winning an outright ticket or or not? Sure, because I, I like to look at the big picture, and I like to look at when we head into the really big part of the season, and that's the, the beginning of March until August. That's the, that's the money part of the season. And I want as many stars playing at a high level as possible. So for me, I would love to see Jordan Spieth finish this off. So he can tell himself, guess what? I still have it. Even though it's been almost four years, and that's amazing to think about. But just tell yourself, I still have it. I can listen to Paul Casey talk all day. In fact, I think he should be on Audible's reading books. And he said after his round today, he said, listen, I've got lofty goals. 2020 was rubbish. That's a direct quote. And I have high goals. And part of the reason he's saying that is because they're playing the Ryder Cup this year. Mm -hmm. And he wants to be on it again because he finally, they changed the rules, long overdue to allow players like him to be on the team. So I think Paul Casey is very motivated. I think jet lag is going to be an issue come tomorrow because he's coming back from Saudi Arabia. Um, It normally happens on round three. Uh, But for me, it's all about Jordan Spieth positioning himself, Rick, so when we get into the players and the four majors that he's somebody we're talking about legitimately to win another major. And I think that only helps the tour. It only helps the world of golf. Yeah, my head says Daniel Berger. My heart says uh, Jordan Spieth. Just go out and win this thing, young man. Let's let's make it happen. Uh, Coach, do not forget, uh, weekend coverage is on CBS uh, on CBS this weekend, so Saturday and Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time, so you can follow all this action. You can check and see if Jordan Spieth can actually pull this thing off or if we're going to get any madness like we got last week in Phoenix. And then also, Coach, uh, early edge. 
on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be on with you. I'm I'm stoked about it. We're making a habit out of this kind of Wednesday Saturday thing, and we're gonna we're gonna find some winners. I think. We, we are absolutely breaking records, and the numbers that we are getting right now are incredible. There's so many people that are trusting what we're doing. You're a big part of that. People look far to, forward to your picks on Wednesday and Saturday, uh, so I'm anxious to get back there tomorrow. I think the thing I like, like about the show the most is that there's so many people now that are in it with us, and we can root together. We can play together. Uh, it may sound cheesy and, and old-fashioned, but I like being a part of a team, man, and, and you're a big part of it, and, and, and we're, we're really doing some good things. So let's keep it going tomorrow, man. I love it. We'll do it tomorrow. That right there, that's the coach. You can follow him on Twitter at the coach rules. You can follow me at Rick run. Good. This has been the first cut and we'll catch you next time. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.